You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the Best Life. What's up, y'all? Um, what's up, besties? This is Jill. This is Danny J. Danny Jizzle and Jizzle. <laughs> I'm like, is my name Jizzle? I like we had a couple of people DM us and they said, I almost said Danny Jizzle and Jizzle. I was like, you should. <laughs> Those are obviously our names. Um, I wanted to talk about this because I'm just recently launched a brand new course for business it's called the fresh formula. And essentially, and actually I thought you'd be interested in it too. And I, I would love your take on this. We can maybe do a separate episode on what you would do if you're starting your brand over today in 2022, mm-hmm. obviously Jill has started in 2010. It's been a long time. The, the space has completely changed. Um, so it's been a super fun course to do. It's 100% free, but we ran some Facebook ads and some Instagram ads for it. And I got some comments on the ads, which of course the ads are put in front of people who don't know me, don't have a relationship with me. I'm brand new to them. And I got a couple of comments on the ads themselves that said something like scam, scammer, then a dude, like a, an older gentleman uh, who doesn't follow me, doesn't have like any followers, basically the exact opposite of my ideal client messages me on Instagram and says, you're nothing more than a glorified scam artist. You should be ashamed of yourself. So of course I just delete and block the guy, but this was actually interesting to me because obviously I'm not a scam artist. I've been in this industry for 12 years and I've helped like literally tens of thousands of people, but it got me to thinking. So I took to, and I said, I think we said this a couple of weeks ago on another episode around, I forget what that episode, what we called that episode. What was it? Uh, look it up. Something about coaching. Da, 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 da. I'm looking right now. Yeah. Something about the coaching industry. And we talked about just like integrity and, and things like that. And so this is sort of an extension of that conversation. That was episode 309 when marketing becomes manipulation. Right. And so because of that, I went to my, no, my Twitter following and asked my audience on Twitter, do you think the coaching industry is a scam? And 69% said yes. And I was sort of, at first I was floored by that. I was kind of shocked by that because I feel like, you know, you and I, we do integrous work. So do the coaches that I work with. Um, 
In fact, I actually find it funny because most of the coaches I work with are like terrified of asking for money. It's not that mm-hmm. it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. They're like too scared. They're so scared that someone's going to see them as a scam artist or a, uh, you know, sleazy salesman that they like don't even ask. So I have the opposite problem. I need my people asking more <laughs> for money, but a couple of things, I actually felt really bad for these people commenting. Number mm-hmm. one, I'm like the fact that they have the time and feel so nervous about being taken advantage of that they have to police random posts on the internet. Like at first I was like, oh, like they're so scared that they're gonna be taken for granted, taken advantage of, that they're gonna be scammed out of money or whatever, that they have to put that, take the time to put that comment to comments, fine. The other part is I was like, these motherfuckers are never gonna be successful. Yeah. (laughs) Mostly because- Coaching is a service. Coaching done well, which I feel like 95 plus percent of the industry have the best intentions, are not here to make, you know, get rich quick, want to actually help people. In fact, that's why they got into coaching. It's not because, believe me, it's it's hard to make a lot of money on the internet. So it's not like I was a get rich quick scheme. It doesn't exist. And you've said this before, and I remembered it. You said internet money isn't easier money. And mm-hmm. it's true. I think a lot of people think, oh, you're like, because you see these things, passive income, I'm, I'm on the yacht, I just made $1,000, like whatever. It's not that way. It's actually really hard. So I actually was like, oh, this person is like, honestly, never going to be successful because they are so against something like getting help, getting mentorship. And here's the deal. All of us have coach, have had coaches, right? We've had sports coaches. We've had tutors. We've had even parents or coaches. I've had coaches pretty much, I would say mo- the majority of the time last 12 years as a business owner. So the idea that because someone is asking for money on the internet makes them a scam artist, to me, I was just like, that's really interesting. And also the fact that my audience saw it that way, I was actually surprised. And I wanted to do have this conversation to like maybe switch the narrative and kind of address this and, and what the what good is there? Because I don't want this, I don't want this to scare people off from becoming a coach or wanting to build a digital business where they're helping people all over the world because there's so many people who still need help and we need help, right? So imagine if the coaches that you've had decided not to put their shit into the world because they were so scared of someone like that, like that troll comment. And a lot of people are, and they don't put their expertise out there because of that. Uh, I'm glad you said that because I just got off a coaching call before um, before we started recording with my coach, and she has helped me so immensely in my relationships and just my personal life that I can't imagine if she wasn't putting herself out there because she thought that coaching was a scam. And to be honest, um, she's she actually has a certification as like a counselor or certified therapist. And because of the kind of regulations around coaching and things like that, where you have to be local and you have to stay certified, she uses coaching as a way around that. So she probably couldn't even work with me outside of her own state if she was just a therapist or counselor, but because of the designation of coach, there's not a lot of regulation. So I'm bringing this up because I can see why sometimes coaching might be looked at as a scam because there's no regulation and certifications. Mm. So this is an interesting, and it's a kind of this caveat and a catch 22 in the whole industry. Um, so one, I, I'm so glad that there is coaching because this is someone who's helped me a lot now to the point of the scam, a couple of things to say there. One advertising, when people comment on an ad, I think it is interesting that they have the time to comment. And I do think I say this, I've said this so many times that marketing ruins everything, but I do think there's a lot of marketers that use paid advertising 
to, I don't know what they do. I don't know why it's so weird. I don't know why it feels sleazy and scammy, but there's programs and weird shit out there that people push money behind and they, they make a lot of money. So there's, there's been weird shit. However, however, um, to your point, there's a lot of amazing coaches out there. And one of the things that I, that I think people can believe coaching is a scam is because there's no regulation. So anyone can say they're a coach, right? Uh, this is the same thing with MLM network marketing. You know, I, I was part of a network marketing company that I really believed in. I thought it was a great business model. I thought that there was a lot of integrity. However, we've seen people who join network marketing and you might hear people call it a pyramid scheme where you just bring people in and they don't have a good product. Maybe they don't have a good um, uh, compensation plan. The problem with network marketing is that anyone can do it. The positives about network marketing is that anyone can do it. Same thing with coaching. Coaching, pretty much anyone can do. The problem with that is anyone can also do it. So while it can be a great way for someone to get in who has great coaching skills, who can really help, and maybe who doesn't have the coaching or education, I mean, sorry, the education or professional experience, but they're really, really good at what they do, it allows them to get in and help people. But the negative is that there's no board that is certifying and making sure that they are holding up ethical standards or they are following certain protocols. I don't necessarily think that is a problem all the time. It's just when there's a few bad eggs that fucking all up. The market falls, finds out though. Like I think they do. That's I think my biggest concern is like saying like, oh, this is a scam, or like comment, like policing, like you know, policing social media posts. It assumes consumers are stupid, Mm -hmm. and they're just not. You know, it it assumes that someone is literally going into your bank account without you being the wiser and yeah. stealing money out of your account. I'm like, y'all, there are a lot of steps that need to happen before someone invests with you. So it's not like you're tricking them into, you know, I think that to your point, I think there are a percentage, a small percentage of coaches or marketers that don't have great intentions that look at it like let me make as much money at the expense of people as i possibly can that will you know tell them something that is unrealistic just to get the money will guilt them into spending will you know coerce them into spending like there are those kinds of people but as a consumer i think at the end of the day you have to be an independent thinker and chances are if it feels gross it is gross any really successful coach or business owner does not have to resort to gross tactics to sell. Mm-hmm. In fact, they're very open. They're very honest. They'll be happy to show you testimonials, reviews, give you referrals to people they've worked with in the past, show that, show your results they've had with clients. If they're good at what they do, if they are unwilling to say, and I've definitely had heard stories of this. I haven't been uh, like a victim of this, but I've heard stories of people saying, if you don't want to pay me, you don't trust me. Like, or it's, it's evidence that you aren't um, ready for change. Like to me, that's just gaslighting. Like to me, that's complete bullshit, but you know, you feel it in your body. Like you feel that grossness and chances are if someone is selling you like that, that's how they're going to teach you to sell. So if you don't like it, like, so for example, when Danny talks about network marketing, we see this a lot. I don't know who's teaching this strategy, these cold DM outreach. You know, there's a lot of memes about it. That's actually fucking hilarious at this point where it's like, you haven't talked to this person since high school and they like hit you up in the DMs like, Hey, what's new? And you're like, let me guess. Yeah. Essential oils. What we got? Like, you know, you just, it's like funny now because people know, but no one's getting tricked into buying stuff. 
they're ha- anyone who's good at what they do is giving the potential customer, the potential client, all of the information. And they're not attached to if you buy or not, if they're coercing you, guilting you, tricking you, like whatever that is, don't be scared of that though. You are a, an autonomous grown ass human capable of saying no to someone, even someone who's pushy. I would say if they're pushy, that tells you all you need to know. But the idea that people are being tricked into buying, that's just not, that's not a reality. Well, what do you think about people who say they're coaches, but have zero experience coaching and just, they're not necessarily scamming for money, but they are, yes, they're doing something that they're like, that's not really their legitimate, like they're not legitimate. Well, that's why I think you need to ask for referrals. Like I'm big on that. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of this kind of stuff and for the Fit Biz You podcast and ways to know there's a difference between a coach who has been doing it for a decade and has worked with thousands of businesses versus a coach who just started six months ago. There just is, there's always going to be a proficiency gap. So one question you could ask is awesome. Like how long have you been doing this? Mm-hmm. Or awesome. How many, how many businesses have you worked with? Or how many people have you worked with? Or, you know, do you have anywhere that I could see some of the results you've gotten? And any good coach will never feel threatened by that. If they do good work, they'll be like, sure, here they are. I would never feel put out by that. I would be like, oh, this is someone who wants to do their homework, right? But I would never feel put out by that. A lot of my mastermind clients are like, hey, you know, can you give me some examples of people who worked with you in the past? Cool. I'll send them like 10, 12, 20 fucking Instagram accounts. And I just say, go talk to these people. They'll give you 100% honest, you know, uh, assessment of working with me. Now, with that being said, if you are new, you don't really have any clients yet. So chances are you're probably not going to be able to give people a ton of social proof, a ton of, you know, testimonials and whatever. So at that point, just be honest. Like to me, that's what I would do. If I was a brand new coach and I didn't have a lot of experience online, I would say something like, you know, to be honest, I I'm just got my cert. And because of that, I would love to just get feedback from you. I, I'd be happy to give you a discount because you're a new client. Let's do, almost do like a beta testing. To me, it would be like beta testing or something like that, where you can start building some proof that you're good, Some get some case studies, get some testimonials, whatever. And then you can use those to continue increasing your prices. But yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, and I think you know this about me because you and I have the same trigger, which is autonomy. The idea that people should be pleased. I do believe that the market finds out. I love shit like Yelp and, you know, all these Angie's lists, like all these things that allow for you to see, right? And the marketplace shows if this person is good or not. So do your homework, but don't be scared that like all of a sudden your money's going to be taken from your account. Like, I think we're smarter than that. Yeah. I'm glad you said all of that and to ask for referrals. And I think, so this the reason I asked the question too, is because it ties in, you actually made a tweet the other day and it was about at some point you have to stop getting certifications and just go do the thing. I think what happens is a lot of times new trainers or whatever business you're doing, you think you need so many certifications, so many degrees that you stop yourself from even doing the work or getting the coaching experience because you want to be looked at as a professional. But nine times out of 10, your clients aren't asking to see those certifications. I've never asked to see, I actually just had this conversation with my coach like two sessions ago. I said, are you actually like a certified something? Cause you, she seems so smart and so knowledgeable. She goes, yeah, I actually have my master's in like counseling or something like, like marriage and family counseling. And I said, oh, no wonder, like you're really, really good. <laughs> and she said, yeah, I have, you know, all of these hours where I did this, but then I stopped using that and started 
working as a coach because I have more flexibility and not as many rules and regulations. And so I, this is, I was just looking at my statements and history with her. I've worked with her for in cumulative uh, months, probably a year, and I've never once asked to see her certifications. I want to see results of clients. I want to, and how I found her was a referral. So my, the referral spoke way more than her actual certifications. And so I think to your point, asking for referrals, looking at reviews, those kind of things are much more of an impact on what someone does and what they can do than their actual certifications. I know plenty of people with tons of certifications who don't get great results for their clients. They've got a nice stack of like certificates on their wall, beautiful, but that doesn't really mean you're going to get results for somebody. In fact, when I was training, I was working with a guy who came up to me in the gym. He was another trainer. We worked in a little private facility and he was like, how are you so booked? How are you so busy? And I know this guy was so much smarter than me. And I think that was probably actually to his detriment because I would hear him say to his clients, he'd like touch their lats and be like, squeeze your latissimus dorsi. And I was like, dude, why are you talking to your clients like that? Like they really, they don't know what they're, they don't know what their anatomy, the muscles are like, they're just asking if you can help them tighten up their ass or get rid of their stomach flab or their arm flab or something like you don't have to talk. You don't have to prove to them that, you know, what you're talking about by using anatomical terms. So I think it's super important that we don't get so discouraged thinking people are going to think I'm a scam that we go so far down the education rabbit hole. We never actually do any work and help transform people's lives, but we also need to like still do the work, like get the experience, get the practice and work with people. And I I like that you said at the beginning, if you don't have experience, be honest about it. And that's when you can lower your prices. I also don't like these coaches out there that are like telling you to charge what you're worth or charge these, not feel comfortable yet. Yeah. These outrageous amounts. If you haven't done it before, you're going to feel kind of shitty when you charge a lot and you don't know what you're doing. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. And that's okay. And not getting someone a result happens. I'll just say that. Like, you know, if you're working with a lot of people, there are going to be people that just end up not being a fit for whatever reason. And if you're a consumer and you're looking for a coach, you're looking to hire a coach, you're worried that it's not going to be the right coach, Look at a couple of things. Number one, again, asking them how long they've been doing it, giving referrals, testimonials, you know, case studies, all that kind of stuff is great. And then you have to ask yourself, like, does this person have the strategy that I need? And that's the big thing. And I know, you know, for the person that you're working with, uh, the counselor you're working with, she's the exact right, she has the exact right skill set for where you are in your life. And you worked with her years ago as well, and you were in the exact right time in your life to hear that message as well. Right. So a coach can be for a person can be a great coach, but maybe they don't have the strategy that you need, you know? So I hired a coach last year for the first time in a couple of years 
And I hired him specifically because he had the strategy that I needed. I wanted to scale the business. I wanted to hire a team. I wanted to hit seven figures. And I was like, this is the person who has that skill set. I wasn't going to go to someone who just started their business last month, even if they were a great person and fun. And I like following on social media and had great reels. I wasn't going to sign with them. So take responsibility for for choosing a coach who speaks the language that you need in that moment, right? There's tons of different coaches. There's tons of different uh, counselors. You know, if you are someone who's struggling in a relationship, you're not going to go to a counselor who specializes in, I don't know, fucking grief or something, right? Like you Mm -hmm. need to find the right fit. So take responsibility and then ask yourself who has the IP or who has the, the playbook that I need access to. And that's specific. Now I can understand why, and I'd be interested in your take on this. To me, sometimes I see some bullshit. Someone's like, I'm an energy coach. I'm an alignment coach. I'm an authenticity coach. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is that a little bit, you know? And I'm not saying they're not qualified, but I'm just saying like, they could be like, I'm sure they're changing lives. I'm sure they're helping people. But also I could understand why the average person is kind of like, that sounds like some bullshit to me. Mm-hmm. Why do I need a boundaries coach or whatever? Right. And so, and I'm not saying people don't need that. They do need authenticity coach and they need like, they, they do need that stuff, but this is a marketing issue. So I'd be interested in like your take on that and like how that you feel like that comes off or do you feel like there's a market for stuff like that? Well, and do we have to get that specific even? No, I think that it comes down to it was the, it's the old saying, like sell people what they want, give them what they need. So I really saw this when I was doing fitness coaching, weight loss coaching is that I knew that my clients, what they needed was a mindset shift. They didn't necessarily need an, a meal plan and, and workouts, which they did. They needed some kind of a program, but then when they got into the program, I wouldn't just hand them over the meal plan. Like we worked through What's keeping them from following the meal plan? What's keeping them from not doing the workouts or doing the workouts? What's holding them back? So we did a lot of mindset stuff. Now, there was a time where I was like, oh, I need to sell a mindset program. They don't need the food, but that doesn't sell. People don't really know what they need. They they only know what they want. So I think when it comes down to, and I don't know how, you know, maybe they're having a lot of success. These like authenticity coaches are kind of these vague but I do think it's a marketing thing where maybe they have had experience where they're working with a type of person and they're like, what they really need is to be more authentic. So I'm going to create an authenticity program. I don't know if it lands the same, you know, maybe what they're, they're working with people who are, let's say network marketing, use this example. They're not selling their programs. They're not selling their products. They're not really doing well in network marketing because they're not being authentic, which is probably true. If you're being really unauthentic, it's really hard to make money in network marketing. So maybe they see that need and go, you know what? I'm going to be an authenticity coach. Mm. I don't know if the person who's doing bad at network marketing recognizes that they're not being authentic. They probably are going to hire a coach who helps them with more network marketing. So I really think there's it some comes education to, that has to happen. Yeah. So before I think someone it, goes, oh, I think I need a boundaries coach. Yeah. Like no one's saying that. Yeah. So someone who is positioned themselves as a boundaries coach or as an energy coach or whatever has to explain first why you would need that yes. and what that is even, right? So there's an extra layer versus I'm just like, hey, I'm a, Muslim, I'm a money coach. I'm a business coach. I'm a fat loss coach, right? Someone yep. already is asking for that. So yep. there's an extra layer of education, which is also fine, but probably you're not going to hit the masses or you're only going to maybe target the people who are already in your ecosystem because they yes. understand that language. That was yeah, that was exactly it. So I was just on a, um, like a coaching call last week with some... Uh, 
another friend of mine who runs a coaching program and we were doing like these pitches. And so a girl had to pitch herself and she used a lot of that kind of language. She was like, I, I'm a high vibe energetics coach. And I was like, okay, let's break this down. Like, what does that mean? And I said, it can work for someone who's understands that language. So you have to know who you're talking to. If you're trying to hit the masses and you're trying to get a bigger group, it's going to be a little trickier unless you're already in circles who use that kind of language. So I think it can work, but you need to find someone who also has the awareness that that's the thing that they're missing. Generally, people tend to be missing something more um, tangible. They're fat loss, weight loss, they're broke they don't have a relationship. So you kind of have to work towards this, like sell people what they want, give them what they need, give them the authenticity piece, like tell them in their program, but it's probably not the thing that's going to sell the program. Now I'm not going to say it doesn't work. You probably still will get clients. Will you get as many clients as you could? I don't know. Probably not. But again, that's, that's comes down to, to a marketing piece. And I think it is tricky to be, you also have to be a good marketer, right? Mm -hmm. You have to like really be able to make a strong case for why someone should care about authenticity or why Mm -hmm. they should care about alignment or why they should care about. So yeah, we're going to say high vibe energy. No, just that's, that's really it is. I I think it does come down to being a good marketer. If you're going to sell it that way, because if you're sitting there going, why is no one buying? it's probably because that's not the problem that they think they have or that they're trying to solve. So while those things do actually solve the problems down the line, it's not the thing that they're looking for. It's like, if I'm broke and I can't pay my bills, I'm not, I'm just sitting here looking like, why isn't anyone buying my products? I'm not wondering how I need to be more authentic. Like, it's just not, it's not the thing that's like poking me right now. Yeah. It's almost like it's a secondary benefit. And I was talking Mm -hmm. about this with my, my students because Oftentimes they're trying to market to someone who is a previous version of them, right? So for example, if you've had a huge transformation, maybe you lost a bunch of weight, you change your relationship with food, you're on the other side of the transformation. You look back at your own transformation and you're going, oh my God, the most impactful thing was just the mindset shift I made. Just, I just feel so confident now. I just trust myself. I just, you know, I just feel so free. But you can't go to the old version of you who wasn't saying like, to me, mindset shift is a secondary benefit. It's like mm-hmm. the secondary, it's like now on the other side of the transformation, you're looking back going, God, that was the biggest part of this whole thing. But you can never tell previous you or the person who's currently in that spot that like, just trust me, just trust that we're going to do this. I know you want to lose weight, but just trust me when I tell you a year from now, you're going to know that the mindset shift was the biggest, like, they just can't hear that. Yeah. And it's not because of anything, except they're not, you're on the other side of transformation. They're not. And so I tell my students all the time, you have to think back to what you were saying. And believe me, I don't like thinking about what I was saying. This shit is embarrassing, right? The shit is like, I just need to lose this. Or like, why are my abs showing? Or like, you know, you just have those like things, but that's what connects with the person who needs it. Now, once you get them into Danny's point, you can, you know, obviously coach them on what they want. Obviously they want weight loss. You can, you know, obviously help them do that, but you can also Trojan horse the other shit. Yeah. Once you have them in, then you can say, cool, let's also talk about, you know, your mindset. What are some of your limiting beliefs? Like, why has this worked in the past? Like Danny was saying, why can't you follow the meal plan? They think they need a workout plan, a meal plan or whatever. And you're saying, awesome, I'll give you those. And let's also talk about what's behind 
this this door, right? This other stuff that's going on. And then once you make help them make that transformation, we saw this all the time at Jill Fit. People like, I started working with you because I want to lose 30 pounds. I've only lost eight, but I love myself more than I ever have. Mm. That's a transformation, right? That's yep. success. But someone can't hear that when they're just going, I need to learn to lose 30 pounds. So, I mean, I think it's a great conversation to have. And I think it's also just, uh, you know, it is something to think about when you're, when you're marketing is like, are you making sense to the average person? Or are you in an echo chamber and that's fine too? Everyone just gets it and like, whatever. I think that's the, one of the reasons why we do need to stop following our peers because we can tend to see all the things they're saying. And we start saying the same things and we're no longer talking to our clients and we're no longer talking to the customers. That was the thing that this woman, when she said she's a high vibe energy coach, I was like, I see you're following that kind of person. And so you get it and that's your language. And so now you're passing it on, but I don't think that's who your customer is, or they don't know what high vibe means yet, or they don't know what high vibe energy will do for them. What, why would you, yeah. Why would you need to have high vibes? Like what's, (laughs) what are they? (laughs) Do you need that for, then you just go, when you have high vibes, Mm -hmm. you can accomplish blank. And then yeah. blank is what you're actually selling. Yes. Right? The high vibe energy is actually just the method. That's the yep. tool. That's the system. That's not the outcome. Yeah. Because that yeah. in and of itself is nothing. <laughs> or I mean, that, as an example, I'm not saying right. that's no, nothing. I'm just saying as an example. Totally. Yeah. It's yeah. air. It's it like is. you're selling air versus someone can understand. Yeah. We're going to work together and you're going to lose 10 pounds within yeah. 12 weeks. Right. right. You can't tangible, you, specific. You can't, you can't quantify what high vibe is. Like you can only say how you feel, but that's not a quantity. But if you can say, you know, we get you into this high vibe energy state so that you can make six figures effortlessly. Okay. That's what I want. I want six figures. Yeah. I want six figures effortlessly. That sounds good. Okay. Now share with me a little bit more, but yeah, there has to be a tangible. And so I think, and I don't think that's necessarily meaning the coaching industry is a scam, but I do think that it is when you can't put a tangible outcome on something it can feel like they're just selling me air. And so that can feel like very scammy. It can feel like a pyramid scheme. It's Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to sell you high vibe. And then you go and sell 20 people high vibe. And then those 20 people will sell those people (laughs) high vibes. And all of a sudden, you know, it's like, it's like this trickle down effect. I mean, you know, I mean, I think there is some people who do that and maybe have had success with that. And especially if you have a certification of some kind, but you know, at the end of the day, and I guess this is the point too, is like, who's to say what's, a scam and what's not for some people, they get something amazing out of it. You know, yeah. I think you're, I always talk to people who are like, oh, I did, I've hired a business coach in the past. It just wasn't for me. Or I feel like they didn't really deliver on what they were supp- wanted to whatever. And believe me, I'm sure there's people out there saying the same shit about me, unfortunately. Like, you know, I don't think that there's, hopefully there's not that many, but I'm sure people have worked with me and it wasn't the right fit, you know? And so I do take all of those things with a grain of salt. I'd certainly think that it, whatever it is that you need help with, there's mm-hmm. a very, amazing, perfect coach out there for you. And it's your job to find that person and to be a independent thinker and to ask questions and to ask for referrals and do your due diligence. And then, you know, once you make the decision to coach that person, take responsibility for the outcome or the lack of outcome that you get. And I think to me, I don't know, it would be, it would definitely be a tragedy if people started believing that coaching wasn't effective. Or, and honestly, if you've had a a successful, like Danny was talking about, if you've had a great coach, you believe in coaching. It's that simple to people who, you know, have maybe had a bad experience or never had an experience at all with a coach who maybe talked down about it. Yeah. And I do like that you, you said that 
the word will get out if they're not good. And so if they're not good, you don't have to go blasting them or putting them on Yelp or something. But if someone asks for a referral, you could share your experience so that maybe they uplevel their skills or maybe they quit scamming people. <laughs> like yep. they find another way to, to scam. I don't know. Totally. But I, I think you are right. I think that that it all comes out in the wash eventually. The good ones will rise to the top and people who and be in are- business for a long time. That's mm-hmm. that's why I always ask someone like, okay, cool. Like how long have you been doing this? Yep. How many people do you work with? You know, you yep. wouldn't still be around if you weren't good. Yeah. Amen. Well, super good conversation. Um, yeah, I'm curious as to maybe the people who voted or said the coaching industry is a scam, you know, what they've seen out there, maybe some pieces were missing, maybe some things that we didn't hit on or didn't didn't take into account when we were talking about this. Um, you know, the main thing I can see is that there's just not regulation, but I don't always think that's a, a bad thing. Um, I think that sometimes people use methods that are maybe outside of like standard that work. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like going to naturopaths and different kind of like things that maybe aren't like standard medicine because they, they might work. And so I think that it does give us a little bit of flexibility to try things. Um, but it can also have people do some weird shit. So yeah, I don't know. For sure. So that's why I think at the end of the day, you just need to be educated. Yeah. Like you need to be, you know, independent thinker. And if it feels gross, it probably will be gross. Yeah. Yeah. So just be aware and don't ever let anyone guilt or shame you into, into purchasing. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. For well, sure. All right, y'all. That is all we got for you. would love your feedback. If you have not, if you are a regular listener, and you love these episodes and you get something out of them, we would absolutely love if you guys went to a podcast app on your phone, wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a five-star review and also any sort of review rating that you would love other people to hear about. So only five stars though, nothing less. (laughs) If you're going to leave us less than a five-star, our DMs are open. Um, but we would absolutely love a review for you guys. If you find this useful, it can take 20 seconds to just write a sentence or two. We always love reading those and we appreciate you guys so much. Appreciate you. Bye guys. Bye guys. Bye guys.